The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you? Very good, thank you. Tell me, what's your question? My question is, is I'm a single father. Okay, uh, how old? Uh, me or my son. Oh, you. I'm 30. 30, and your son? He's 8. 8 years old, okay. I uh, obtained full custody with, of him, and his mother had abandoned him. Okay, so he was how old at that point? Three, just turned three. years old, okay. And after that, we had split, and shortly after that, maybe within five months, she left state. She just got up and left? Yes. Was she an alcoholic? Was she troubled? What was going on? Probably troubled. In what sense? Um, she had a bad childhood. Her okay. Mother, her mother had basically done the same thing, similar to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's repeating history. I believe so. I would say that that's an honest answer. Okay. Assumption. And what affected it? What's your question? My question is, um, now my son has been doing very good in school, and I actually had there's more to this equation. Okay. But um, uh, my son has been doing very good in school. I got involved in another relationship, mm-hmm. so he was about six. So from basically from... The time he was born till three, it was me and his mom. Mm-hmm. From three till six, it was just me and him. Mm-hmm. And then from six until recently, it was me, him, my girlfriend, and her child. Okay. How old is her child? Her child is four. Okay. And male, female? Male. Male. Okay. And so the problem or the, the question? the crux. We split up about a month ago. Okay. She lived with us. Uh, in our home for two years and then we split up uh, about a month ago and ever since then his grades have been dropping has he been open about it has he been talking about what that was like to not a very open child he's not open so one of your skills as a parent is to what Promote communication, I guess. Yeah, to make it... I'm not a very good communicator myself. You know, but I was a horrible communicator before I had kids, and it motivated me to learn communication skills. And when I went back to school for therapy, you learn all sorts of communication skills. You can't be a therapist without communication skills. And then I read a parenting book that taught me the same skills without all of the psychobabble that I learned in grad school. The right. same turns. It, it, the book is fabulous. It was, it was my lifesaver for parenting. I can look back and say, I loved my kids' childhood. They tell me the same thing. They want me to raise their kids. They may have a surprise there. <laughs> but the book is How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. You have an author? Yeah, you can go to my website, drkenner.com, and the authors, there are two authors, Adele Faber and Elaine Maslish. Fabulous book. You can get it on tape, maybe CD now, too. You can. I gave it as a course many years just so I could learn it. You don't have to be an expert to give the course. Okay. But let me give you some tips. What, what have you tried so far? What are your clues? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, uh, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. 
a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, the selfish path to romance. That is interesting. What have you tried so far? What are your clues? Um, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest with you. Okay, what does he uh, do? What's his felt... behavior? Is he just sullen? Is he angry? What's his... He's what's... not angry. Very, he could be very emotional. In what's cries at the drop of a hat. So he's sad. Yes. Okay. Notice if you had said he was angry, then he's he's looking at the world and saying things are not fair. Right. If he was real anxious, he's looking at the world and thinking, I don't know what my future's gonna bring and he's real anxious. If he's if you see the tears, then he's dealing with losses. Yeah, and it's it, Go ahead. I mean, I, it very easily, he very cries very easily. And then I'll ask him, you know, what's wrong, buddy? What's bothering you? And I can't get him to open up. Okay, so you need a few. What's wrong and what's bothering you is fine, but that's not working with him. There's nothing wrong with that. Other kids would open up to it. Right. You can just say, you know, you look really sad. You can just reflect his mood. Okay. You know, you seem really, really sad. When you find the words for it, share it with me, honey. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to be there with you. I know that at times I feel sad too, and sometimes it's hard for me to speak up. Mm-hmm. He may feel like it's a burden to you. What do you think? What's the dynamics between you and your son where you fe- where you notice that he pulls back? Is he afraid of you at times? I probably he could be afraid. I, that that wouldn't be a, a, a wrong assumption. Do you sometimes lose it with him? I, maybe, like I said, I'm not a very good communicator. Yeah. Uh, I do tend to raise my voice probably more often than I should. Okay, so he may be afraid that if he shares his innermost life with you, that he he'll, you'll come down hard on him. Where did you learn that from? My father. Isn't that interesting? So history re- repeating itself again. Right. In order for us to get out of those tangles, we have to do thinking work. Right. Otherwise, we're just on autopilot, and what's in our subconscious is what we right. grew up with. Exactly. So if you want to move away from your dad, those yes. books, th- th- when I say those books, it's not just one book. That that one book is the one I would begin with. Okay. Uh, my daughter even read it at about the same age your, that your son is. I don't know if he's a good reader. And she would correct me in my parenting errors. So my daughter helped to bring me up. I would okay, say, right, yes, right. you're right. I'm messing up right now. Right. Give me some time. I'm learning new skills. So you can help your son see that you're a work in progress, too, and work together to make the experience of, of raising him and his, very, his years much brighter for him moving forward, even with the losses in his life. Okay. Listen, thank you so much for your call, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate it. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Oh, it's kind of sensitive. Listen, Phil, as a psychiatrist, anything you tell me will be kept in the strictest confidence. You know, it's funny how the more you bottle things up inside, the bigger they seem to be. Well, I've never told anybody this before, but... Okay, here it goes. Six years ago, I was abducted by aliens. You were right. Now that I've said it out loud, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. And that's from Fraser. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. Now, what would you do if you were a therapist in that moment and somebody tells you that they've been abducted by aliens? 
I mean, what are you going to tell them? They're crazy? That's impossible? Well, in a way, yes, that's what you need to tell them. But you can't tell them that directly. They ha you have to help them see firsthand. So you do that by asking some questions such as, tell me what happened, and you get the whole story. And when did the aliens abduct you? What time of day? You get the whole story as if you believe them, but you, do, you don't. And then you ask them, now, what would be another explanation for what went on? And you help them s see that from a much more rational perspective, I mean, that the other one isn't rational, from a rational perspective, they may have been daydreaming or something else might have happened. But you help them connect with reality, not detach from it. And that's the goal of therapy. It's to help you connect with reality, set goals for your life that you'll love, deal with some bumps in the road. Some of them are boulders. They're not just bumps in the road in a way that, serves you well long range that makes you feel good about your own life. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Romantic love is the most selfish of all emotions. It means that you deeply care about your partner's welfare, health, pleasure, success, and happiness. Your loved one is an irreplaceable personal treasure, someone to be nurtured and protected, with whom you want to grow and thrive as an equal partner for life. It's someone whom you miss when you are away and whom you delight in seeing upon your return. It's someone you love to talk to, to touch, to be near, to make love to, to take delight in. Without that person, there would be a huge irreplaceable void in your life because he or she makes your life complete. And all this applies to your partner's view of you. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.